podcast more. Adorable boy Spud reporting for duty in this podcast war. This marks the return of the adorable boys. You may remember us as your adorable boy radio show. We are now the adorable boy podcast and we're here for one reason and one reason only. We want to declare war on all other podcasts out there. And I know we have a lot of old listeners that joined us back, waited the four years since we've been on uh, commercial radio, and you've been waiting for us, and you're here, and we love you, we thank you for being here. And then we have the new people who may have heard it from someone else, or who knows how you got here, but we're glad to have you too. And this first this first break that we do, that I do, it's not it's not reflective of what the show is, but I must... I must handle this business first and foremost. I decided that this is how we must come back to the air. This is how we must come back to our people. So, all you other podcasts, be ready because this is a declaration of war and rules of engagement all rolled into one. The adorable boys have entered the battle theater. We are battling against every single podcast out there that kowtows to the man. Every podcast out there who tries to be what everyone else wants them to be, who kowtows. That's who we are battling against. And, you know, we are here to destroy you with quality, original content. The same kind of content that radio guys and even podcasters have been stealing from us for years. For years. They've, they've, they've lifted our material and they've used it as their own. As we, as we climbed up that difficult ladder of radio and got success, we looked back down and on the rungs of the ladder, we saw all these other radio shows and they were, they were protected by us, by us being at the top. They were protected by us. And then one day they came to take us off the radio. They threw us off the top and each one of them moved up one rung. They moved up one rung. And they, they delighted in the fall of what was a titan of broadcasting, the Adorable Boy radio show, of what was nationally syndicated all throughout the middle, middle, middle of, the, of the United States. Excuse me. I get upset about this kind of stuff, you know. And now, this is our first step. This is the first rung of that podcast ladder. And if you think... That we're gonna let that we're gonna look down and see you guys camping out again after our success. You're wrong. That's what this war is about. We're gonna we're not gonna look down and see you kowtowing on the ladder that we climbed to success. We won't do it. So as you know us, you know we're extreme. You know we're we're to the max. We're for your ass. That's what we are. That's what we've always been. So I'm not afraid to name names, Adam Crowler. I'm not afraid to name names in this podcast war, Joe Rogan. I'm not even afraid to name the name Mark Marin, who may be the worst podcaster out there. I don't know. That's my opinion. I, 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 I'm not afraid to call out those who kowtow, who try to be something they're not, who try to make comedy something it's not, who try to make broadcasting something it's not. 
I, we will not allow that anymore. The adorable boys are coming. We're coming for you. We're coming for every podcast out there who kowtows, who doesn't put quality content first. Even if you steal it from us. I mean, we're used to it. We don't like it, but we're used to it. At least don't kowtow. Don't try to, don't try to make every single person out there happy. It's not going to happen. You're going to alienate your audience if you try and do that. So what, what other podcasts are out there? What other podcasts we got that we have to put on notice? Hmm. Let's see. Uh, how did this get made? I'm, I'm reading the list right now of podcasts, popular podcasts. How did this get made? I, I don't, if I, I'd like to answer that question, if I may. Um, what is kowtowing? Yeah. I'll take something the adorable boys won't do for a thousand, Trebek. We will not do it. How did this get made? We will not kowtow. Who else is there? This American Life. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. NPR. Wonderful. I mean, they have a whole station based on kowtowing, so I don't really know what else to say about that. Um, all I can say is that whatever listeners that they haven't bored to death already, the adorable boys will come and we will take with our original funny content. So you're on notice, NPR as a whole. Nora McInerney. You know, you probably wouldn't be so terrible if you didn't kowtow. You, the kowtowing is what makes you terrible. If you would stop kowtowing, you could probably change the name of your podcast, to be honest with you. you know, why is Nora McInerney funny? Why is Nora McInerney so awesome? But but since you kowtow, you, the name is what it is. And, you know, you're doing it to yourself. So, and that's just a few. I, there are so many more out there. So many kowtowers. We just don't do it. We won't do it. And, and we're sick of it. And that's why, again... I'm going to keep reiterating. This is a podcast war on kowtowing. And the battles will be fought in the from high atop the Adorable Boy Tower that we built. We built with our radio career. We did. And I don't want to alienate the new listeners. We're going to talk all about this later. But just know the Adorable Boy Tower stands tall. And you can't take it down. And that's where we launch our opening salvo in this podcast war. So Joe Rogan, get ready for a fight, and it's not going to be in an octagon. This isn't going to be in an octagon. This is going to be an all-out terrestrial podcast street fight. And we do not fight fair, Adam Carolla. We don't fight fair, Mark Marin. We don't do it. We're coming after you. You're the top of the you're the top of this wretched, putrid heap of podcasting. And we're gonna be the top. And we're gonna put very much distance between you and us. And that's what's going to happen. Because we see what you do. We see what you do day on a daily basis. It's just kowtowing and kowtowing. Oh, do you want us to be this? Do you want us to be that? We'll be anything. We'll kowtow. Want us to dress up like cows? You'll never see the Adorable Boy podcast dressed like cows. An odd thing to say, but true nonetheless. And don't worry, we're going to we're going to continue what we what we what we built over the years and what we stopped four years ago. We're going to give you that irreverent show, that shock jock. We're shock jocks, and we we don't care. We don't we don't run from the label. That's what we are. That's who we are. It's in our DNA. Open up our DNA. You won't find kowtowing, but you will find shock jocking, because that's what we do. You want us to throw pancakes at a at a nun? Maybe we'll do that. 
I don't know. Who knows? With the adorable boys, you never know where one show is going to take you. You know, and, and if there's a nun in here and there's pancakes, yeah, we might do it. You know, and it'll shock you. It'll get you thinking. And that's what the adorable boys do also. We don't just do comedy. We talk about real life things. We talk about politics. We talk about everything going on. And we help we help you to think. That's what we do. That's not kowtowing. That's performing a, as our buddy Randy Rocket Rosenthal would say, a mitzvah. We're doing a mitzvah. And the Rocket will be a featured player on the show once more. Uh, we just got to get it worked out with the schedule. But again, that's later. I'm going off topic. I'm just very excited about what we have planned for you. And what we don't have planned for you is kowtowing, as you well know. So I think I think I've made myself clear. I think I've made um, what all of the adorable boys have been talking about clear. Um... We're back. We're, we're going to fight this war. I'm going to give it our all. And in the end, we're going to win. That's what the adorable boys do. You don't get to where we were without winning. We just won. We won, won, won. In fact, I, I'm i pretty sure Charlie Sheen stole that whole winning thing from us. But whatever. You know. I, you know, whatever. That's what happens. It's Every, every, major, every ra- major radio person that you've listened to has stolen from the adorable boys. And that's just how it is, you know. Of course they dress it up and we could never prove it. But that's what they do. That's what radio does. So that is where we are. We we are declaring this podcast war and we will fight the battle every single week from the adorable boy studio from the adorable boy studios. So uh, we we're very happy to have you all on board. And the adorable boy army. And um, we're going to come back. I'm going to come back. We're going to. Again it's just me today. Um, But we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the past. And a lot about the future. Because that's where the adorable boys live. Um, I think we're going to get some pancakes. Coming in here. We may have a nun coming in. So we'll see where that goes. Um, So. AOL keyword. Let's get to this business. AOL keyword, adorable boy. You can find us there. Um, at adorable podcast on Twitter. Find us there. Facebook, we're there. Instagram, we're there. If if it if there's a a social media site that we're not on, we will be on soon. Um, so just look for us. Um, this is War, the Adorable Boy Podcast. Back after this. And we're out. All right, Frank, we coming right into a live read? All right. Yeah, I'll take the paper. What is this? Are you serious? Did, did you not hear what I just said? I went on a 10-minute rant about not kowtowing. And now I have to read an ad for a place called Cowtown. What? No, yeah, the mic's off. We're fine. We're, we're, in, we're in commercial. What? How am I supposed to... I'm going to look like an idiot. Are they... I've never even heard of them. Are they big? Are they a big sponsor? Can we maybe just not do it? I don't know. Oh, gosh. How much? All right. Um, I 
Why did what, why did you take this? You knew what I was going to come back with. Promotion. Uh, who, do you work for promotions or do you work for the Adorable Boy podcast? You work for the Adorable Boy podcast. No, the mic is off. It's fine. I just... I guess I gotta find a way to read this thing. Um, Alright, um, whatever. That's what it is. It is. They're a sponsor. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shoot. All right, Cowtown, Cowtown, Cowtown. Yes, we are back with our paid sponsors. And uh, this first one is a great place. We love them. Um, Cowtown is having their semi-annual sale this week, uh, this week only. And you can save on fencing, feed, and all of your cattle needs. Um, At Cowtown, they understand that the customer is always right. And they will bend to your will without a fight. Come in and take advantage of them. That's what they like. And view their selection of milking supplies, halters, lifters, pharmaceuticals, ear tags, and much more. Don't own any cows? It's okay. Walk all over us and come see our selection of themed home merchandise. Aprons, salt shakers, car seat covers, cow-shaped cakes, cow hats, shirts, and pants. And if we don't have something you want, yell at us until we get it. Because we'll do that. And we won't, be- we won't fight back. At Cowtown, we don't just cater to cattle ranchers. We car- carry everything to satisfy your cow obsession. Hey, and mom and dad, send the kids to play in our cow-themed playground while you peruse our erotic section. Spice up your love life with the animal kingdom's greatest aphrodisiac, cow print. So come on by, come in, walk all over them. They don't care. They'll do whatever you want them to do. And check out their sale. Cowtown, Cowtown, Cowtown. We love Cowtown and Cowtown.net. All right, wonderful. All right, thank you for joining us back, doing what the adorable boys do after the declaration to open the show. Uh, we are so glad to be back. I know it's just me right now, but I'm actually not completely alone. Uh, right now, walking down our hall is our producer. His name is Franklin Niles Beans. Uh, we call him Franken Beans. And um, I'm looking at him right now. I, I mean, I haven't seen him really in four years. He he, he worked with us in our old sh- on the radio show. Uh, we decided to bring him along. I don't really know why, though, because he's an idiot. Uh, I mean, he just doesn't know how to do anything. But, you know, that's how producers go. He's um, kind of looks like a Q-tip almost. He looks like he would sell calendars. Maybe somewhere in Yemen. Looks like a Yemeni calendar salesman. Um, so that's him. And he's coming in. Yeah, get the headphones on. Get the mic. Nope. Headphones on on the ears. Yeah. No, leave, no. put the mic back. Put it back. No. No, down. Frank, come on. We're, uh, we got a show to do here. All right. No, head fu- okay, it's not working. Uh, okay, well, I'll just talk to the audience for you because that's going to take an hour. Uh, we couldn't quite get his headphones and mic working, so or even on. So um, Frank has been Frank was with us for about three years, and he's he's our producer. You know, what can you say? You know how radio producers go, or now podcasts. I got to get used to saying podcast. Um, so I'm just going to, I mean, I know there are a lot of old listeners, um, of the, of the old radio show here, uh, listening right now. I'm just going to talk to the new ones. I mean, obviously you should listen too. we need those ratings. Um, 
It's going to tell them the history of the Adorable Boys, what brought us here, how we started on radio, what took us off radio, and why we're here. Uh, it'll hopefully clear up any questions they have from from before, from the opening statements. So uh, we all started, um, I started my radio career when I was 18, down in Pinellas Park, Florida. Uh, a, a sacred place for radio, according to me anyway, because that is where the uh, saint of the radio, Fez Watley, is from. Pinellas Park, Florida, made famous by the uh, Ron and Fez show. You may also remember Pinellas Park, uh, Florida, as uh, Terry Schiavo's place of uh, residence. She was a woman back in the mid-2000s who went into a vegetative state, and there's a whole court battle. Uh, I don't look up to her. I have nothing against her. Uh, I don't look up to everyone in Pinellas Park, Florida. Just the one radio legend that hails from there. So anyway, I got my radio... Uh, career started back then. I was playing music. You know how it is. It's what you got to do. Um, and then I met the other adorable boys when I was on a trip up to New York. And uh, we just clicked. And we knew that we could we could have a great radio show. They were in different industries completely, actually. And I just said, you know, these guys, these are them. So I finally, uh, got, I finally got someone in Decatur, Illinois to give us a radio show. And that's where the Adorable Boy uh, radio show began. And it was great. And it, 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 I wouldn't say it started off slow because we, we, got, we had pretty high popularity within a year, which is good in radio, especially back then, all those decades ago. And we just kind of, we had a meteoric rise, you know, and it was just, it was wonderful. We did, we became local celebrities and then national celebrities because the show became syndicated. We went all over the country, all up and down the country, Decatur, Illinois, uh, Bozeman, Montana, you know, all these, Bisbee, Arizona, all these different places, big radio markets. Uh, so that's how we got our success. And I don't think it ever really changed us. I mean, we all had a lot better houses, better cars, better lives. We were better people. And we still are. We're still great people. Better than most people. Better than most people listening right now. And so we did that. We just had constant, you know, any radio bit you've heard over the past 30 years, was probably ripped off of us. I'm going to be honest. Every TV show as well, taken from us. Everything. But, you know, they're just, there are clones. There are millions of adorable boy clones out there. And I guess it's kind of flattering. I mean, we always made our money, so it's not really a big deal. But, I don't know. I guess it gets annoying when they just steal your creativity. So we, uh... We did contests and stuff. We we didn't often give out prizes because the prize was that they got to meet us, come into the studio for a little while. And then very rarely got to come in the studio. Inside the actual studio, they got to come to the building, the Adorable Boy Towers, which is a place that we built here. Uh, we're broadcasting from right now. It's a massive just skyscraper. And there's a, a whole bunch of businesses in here. That's We own it. We own this tower. And we just, um, so we built that and they would come and they'd see the tower and they would you know, get within a few hundred yards of us. And that was good enough for them. But um, then we had a sponsor. And this happened about, about four and a half years ago. We had a sponsor and they wanted to give away... The Nintendo Switch had just come out, the video game console. And they wanted us to give one out. And at first I resisted and I said, you know, it just isn't what we do. But they were, they were a good sponsor. And um, right now Frank is... I don't know what he's doing. I think the headphones are on fire. Frank, just just get out of the studio. It's fine. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. It's, it's I don't need you. 
Uh, so where was I? The switch. Yeah. So we had to give away a switch. So they finally kind of wore us down, and they said, and we said, fine, we'll give away the switch. We had to come up with a contest for it, and they had ideas like, I don't know. They wanted like us to throw bologna at people, or, or I don't even know what what these things were, but they had a whole bunch of ideas. But we came up with get a switch for a switch. So the 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 idea behind that was we take people who want to get gender reassignment surgery. And we'd ha- we'd have them. We'd, they did it, and they paid for it because, I mean, we weren't going to pay for that. We weren't even going to ask. I would rather that money go to me. But anyway, they paid for it, and then we kind of have a beauty pageant, c- complete with talent competition and questions, and a swimsuit competition. Sure, because that's part of the fun of it. And we had this, and the winner wins a switch. So get a switch for a switch. So they all went to their own doctors. And they all, I cannot stress that enough. They went to their own doctors. We didn't give them any doctors. They paid their own money. Um, and some of them went to some pretty good surgeons. They, they told us, they, I think one of them actually knew the surgeon. And, and at, in the end, he did a great job. And others went to pretty good surgeons and they got good jobs. Um, and then one, I don't know. I don't know where the surgeon was from. But I do know that he 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 conducted his surgeries in the in the back parking lot near the dumpster in a Taco Bell at a Taco Bell. So, I mean that's kind of a warning sign. Again, we didn't know that. We had no idea. Um we didn't know that until way afterwards. So anyway, the day came, we had them and we talked to them, made great radio as we do. And then we sent them. They went and did it. They had some recovery time, so they were all looking and feeling good. Uh, well, that was the point, anyway. That was our intention. When the contest came, when the pageant came. And so I'm walking in the day we're supposed to have the pageant. And, like, the crowds, you know, the crowd is outside, as they always were. We had crowds to come. Just came to get a, a look at us, you know, before the radio show and after the radio show. We never signed autographs or anything, but they like to look at us, see what success was like. And so I'm walking in that day and I, and, and I, I never actually got a good look at the person, but I just knew I could feel it. It was an energy, like, just don't look over there. And, and it, it just looked like a big purple blob to me out of the side of my eyes. And so I, I just went to the elevator, pressed the button. And this, this, this person followed me. They got on the elevator and I, I really wanted to ignore this person. Um, but they weren't pressing the button. So I had to press the button. And I, I don't think I could have gone the whole elevator ride without seeing this person. So I looked at her and, and for legal reasons, I can't say exactly what the deal with what was with her, but, but the surgery wasn't done right. And, and I don't know any, any real doctor, first of all, that practices next to a dumpster outside of a Taco Bell. Or that would let this person leave after what he did to her. It was uh, it was grim. I'll just say that. And I, I don't even know if I'm saying too much there. But the lawyers will. You know those lawyers. So. And I, there was something. And I'm not saying he made her a fish woman or anything. But there were gills. There were, I'm pretty sure there were gills. I don't know why. I You know. But maybe the guy thought he wanted... This person wanted to be changed into a fish. I don't, 
I mean, it's not possible, but anyway. So I get up to the office and I'm walking by and this possible fish person is following me. And the CEO of the company is there, the radio station, the big wig. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even look at him. I just said, whatever, dude, you know, because that's just what I did. I didn't care about him. Who is he? You know, I'm the most successful radio person on the planet. Who who can he talk to? Not me. So I walk by him. I say, whatever, dude. And he looks at this this person. And um, I tell Frank and Beans, you know, letter in the green room, you know. And the CEO comes after me into my office, which I'm like, whoa, dude. You know, I'm a shock jock radio person. I don't, You don't just follow me into my office. You know, and I wasn't afraid to tell this guy how it is. So he does follow me into the office, though, and he says, is that a contestant? And I said, you know, whatever. And then he's like, what happened? How did you know about this? He's like, you can't have her on the air. I'm like, dude, it's our radio show. Just let us do it. We know how to make good radio. You know, I've been doing this for 18 years. Ugh, so, you know, whatever. So I, I just held my hand up. I said, talk to the hand, bro, and went into the studio. And... um and then he he was screaming like behind me. He's like, she, you know, she needs to go to the hospital. She left a trail of blood. Like, you know, I don't. It's it's just things suits would say, and it's like whatever. I just tune that out, you know, whatever, dude. And I just felt like I was being attacked with all these questions that I didn't know the answer to, and I wasn't even in the mood to answer them, you know. So we go do the show. I mean, it wasn't our best show, to be honest with you, with you. Um, but it was all right. Um, there was some illness with some. Some shocking gasps. Um, I don't feel good about the show. I don't feel good about what happened. I didn't do it, though. I can't stress that enough. I had nothing to do with it. I was doing a radio show. And then all of a sudden, it got serious. But um, I, just, I, I don't know. And then, you know, they were questioning me about the doctor and calling him a lunatic and, and all that. And, and I'm, I don't know how it all fell on me. Because I don't know what the doctor was. But whatever he was, I didn't choose him. I didn't pay him. I didn't know him. I didn't tell her to go to him. You know, this is all done by them, by the person, the patient. But um, you know how news gets out. And I'm sure you saw it. It, was, it made national news, made national headlines. You know, radio monsters, whatever. And they call me a monster. I don't, whatever, dude. You know, I love the headlines. I got the headline up right in my studio. Whatever. Call me a monster. Just pay me that money. I count the zeros on my paycheck, not how many times I'm called a monster. So anyway, a lot of people didn't like it. And they suspended us first. And I don't know if you know a lot about radio, you know that the suspension comes right before the firing. They're basically suspending you so that they can figure out how to fire you. Um, and then, you know, we were still on the contract and we wanted to do other things. We wanted to go to another radio station, whatever, compete. And they didn't want that. So they made us sit out for the rest of our contract, which was these four years. Well, three and a half, and then we kind of took a half year to get this together. And I know it's like easy to say, oh, I wish I could get paid for, you know, three years without working. And it's like, you know, it was awesome. And I don't really want to do this podcast. I'm only doing it because myself and the adorable boys all have our own addictions. Um, I like the ponies and, uh, you know, cough syrup. So anyway, um, we're doing it now. And we're getting paid. We're gonna get paid for it, and that's great. Not that we need it. We're rich anyway. Um, and that's the story. I mean, if if you if you don't know about us, that's how we got fired. And it. Um, I mean, that's a short. That's just kind of the short telling of it. I don't want to bore you 
I mean, they fired us for doing what they hired us to do. And that always kind of made me mad. Um, I think if they had just stuck it out and and let it blow over, it would have been better for everyone. You know, I would have paid for that person's, you know, surgery, whatever they need. If, you know, if it meant keeping my career, I would have done that. I'm a good person. But that's not how it went. And we're not going to dwell in the past. The Adorable Boy Show, what's important is that the Adorable Boy Show is back. And we're back to take over the podcast world. If you remember the podcast war, that's why we're back. And we're going to we're going to take over in short order. So I'm glad you're here for the beginning. I'm glad you're here for the first episode, even though it's not a full episode. The entire gang's not here. But, uh, you know, just just strap in for a shocking ride, because that's what the adorable boys are going to give you. Um, so we're going to go to commercial. Uh, AOL keyword adorable boy. Uh, Twitter at adorable podcast. And again, any other social media, you can find us. Um, I don't know. Frank is, I don't know. He's running through the halls doing something. So I should probably go check on that. Uh, We'll be back after this. Goodbye, Jane. Good luck. Where's she going? To a bingo game? To her bank. She's got a savings account on the east side, a checking account on the west side. Look, haven't you told her about our ever-loving full-service, all-in-one bank, Chemical New York? Well, I'm going to, but haven't you noticed how plump Jane is getting? Plump? Walking around town to all those banks will do her good. Then, when she's in shape... I see. Then you take her to Chemical New York, the bank with the hometown shape. (laughs) Uh, You know, Ethel, um, seems to me that uh, your waist... uh, Ain't what it used to be. Well, <sighs> you're not fooling me for one minute, lazy bone. Chemical New York can't mow the lawn, but we can take care of your banking needs all in one bank. There's no place like Chemical New York, the bank with the hometown touch. All right, we are just about to wrap this one up, the inaugural Adorable Boy podcast. But before we go, want to... Um, read this email that we got from a, a friend of the show. We had him on the old show many times. Um, he's always been a great a great guest. Really entertaining, really nice. Uh, he's world-famous wrestler Randy the Rocket Rosenthal. And he actually says on the in the email somewhere that um, he wishes that he could be here, but he's off in Spain wrestling for all the little for all the little Rocketeers, which I believe is what he wrote. But anyway, I'll read a few lines. Um, it's really nice of Randy to think of us during our uh, first podcast, but here we go. Um, Dear boys, you guys were such a big help to me in the beginning of the Rockets' career, and he could have never flown to the heights that he did without your help. I hated how people grilled your Batesum for that stupid contest, and you never deserved to be kicked off the air. Every day is like Hanukkah when you're listening to the adorable boys. And then he goes on to say some other stuff. And then, uh, good luck. I'll see you soon. And he signs Randy the Rocket Rosenthal. Uh, let me tell you, you know, I can't thank him enough for that sentiment. And we started off this podcast with uh, a declaration of war. And all of that still stands. The war is still on. 
make no mistake. But getting back into the swing of things, doing this little small little podcast to start off with, it really brought back the love that we have for the radio, the podcasting now, for the fans, and most importantly, for the money that we're going to get for this. And yeah, we started off with war, and we're still all in on that. And in fact, we we are doing the war because of our love, because of our love for the fans and how much money we're going to get from it. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in next week. Um, we're working on some stuff. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a, at least one member of the crazy crew in from... Um, if you're not a fan from the old days, it was just a group of people we had. They were kind of weird people. They were always entertaining. And I think we're going to have at least one. And we're just going to do what the adorable boys do. And I think uh, my my partners will be here next week to to share in the Adorable Boy podcast. So thank you for listening from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, the adorable boys. want to thank you and... We'll see you next time. Remember, AOL keyword, Adorable Boy. Twitter, at Adorable Podcast. Facebook, Adorable Boy Podcast. All the social media. Spread the word. Spread the word of the boys. Because we're back. And we're waging a podcast war.